This podcast is brought to you by Mezcala Nursery, located at 6901 Orange Avenue, Long Beach, California, 90805. Mezcala, family-owned, family-ran since 2007. This place is my happy place, you guys. I'm there all the time. It's a giant piece of property full of greenhouses packed to the brim of everything you can possibly imagine, from your landscaping needs to houseplants to cactus and succulents. They even have a greenhouse solely dedicated to rare and obscure collector specimens. I'm talking, I've seen Monstera albos there. I've seen tide constellations there. Rare collector specimens that I can't even find online, I find them there. If you head over to their Instagram, at Mezcala Nursery, they keep their stories updated daily of these plants that can come and go really quick. You could miss it. Make sure to go check it out. Not only that, they treat you like family. I bring my kids with me, you guys, and I always have an amazing experience. Such great customer service, so helpful, so knowledgeable, and prices that can't be beat. Bring them a price from another nursery, they'll beat it. Bring them a price from a big box store, they're going to beat it. 6901 Orange Avenue, Long Beach, California, 90805, Mezcala Nursery. Tell them I sent you. Welcome back, everybody, to If Plants Could Talk. This is Garrett. I'm your host. Uh, I just want to start by thanking everybody that tuned into our previous episode. I got a lot of amazing feedback, and I'm just really grateful that anybody spent an hour listening to uh, this podcast. And uh, today's guest, Variegated Troy, truly inspirational man, very interesting, and I relate to him a lot um, with some of the stuff from our pasts and uh, how we've overcame and turned it into something positive and beautiful. And this man is truly an artist. Uh, I can tell by the way that he thinks and articulates things that uh, he's a very creative man and very passionate about what he does. So just super stoked, you guys. Thank you so much. Here's Troy. Where are you from, brother? I actually am from Hawaii. Oh, wow. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. I'm from Honolulu, Hawaii, uh, the island of Oahu. I was actually born and raised there. Um, I've I've only been out here maybe like about five years now. So okay. it's pretty new. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely different. Um, I, don't, I don't run into a bunch of people that are from Hawaii, but... It's it's nice, man. It's taught me a lot. It's taught me a lot about how to treat people. Uh, people that I find back home, uh, they're really easy to live with, you know? That, that explains are... your vibe a lot, oh, a lot actually. Because like, uh, everything's nice and slow. Nobody's in a rush. Um, and that's the, kind of the vibe I got from you while we were planning this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's so true. It, when I came out here, it, that was, uh, you know, a lot of adjusting to realize life life in the fast lane is really true yeah coming from growing up uh every year you know every everything just kind of stays stagnant if you will but over here it things move really fast and if you can't keep up you kind of you fall in into maybe not good habits yeah for sure i i I, much easier yeah Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i identify with that for sure 
Mm-hmm. Um, so what? How long have you been into like plants and cactus and? You know what? Cactus are really new for me. Cactus oh, really? and yeah, yeah, the succulent thing. Uh, those types of plants really it's just been going over a year now okay yeah but other plants medicinal plants uh-huh. and tropical plants flowers I've always been very much into my family um, is really into that several of them my my dad's older brother he really tripped me out with a lot of yard work it would be you know when I was a kid like it get you know we got to do some fucking yard work and pull weeds and uh those are things that i dreaded being a kid but when i look back that's times that i really appreciate i'm not a my other uncles that i had they didn't take the time to go pull weeds with me you know Mm -hmm. whereas that's a much more of a bonding experience than you realize when you're a kid and it's a sense of discipline too right oh big time yeah i it's a big sense of discipline i grew up with the enormous respect for my elders you know i i just had to yeah. It's just something that is ingrained in you, I think, uh, back home in Hawaii and in the upbringing that I had, uh-huh. you know, I really appreciate it. Never too strict, but ni- nice and sturdy, nice and sturdy with the discipline. Well, what a beautiful environment to grow up in. I mean, you're surrounded by tropical plants, so it's almost like uh, ingrained in you, I feel like, you know. Right. Yeah, it becomes really normal. Right. It, it becomes really normal and to come out here and experience uh drought tolerant things you know and and sh- rain that fucking doesn't fall i'm like yeah. wow dude it really <laughs> blew my mind yeah to to see the cactus thrive and you know several people that i've met gary duke um from long beach being one of Legend. one of the people yeah you know what he he really had a a a grasp on my attention for a while i I, when I met him, man, and he and he got to talking, and I just shut up and listened. I really just fell in love with with the cactus. You know, that's that's something that I really I think about often. Yeah, because uh, it was his love for it that really made me fall in love with it more so than seeing seeing just the spinations and colors of the plants. Why you kind of fall in love with them yourself? Uh, his love for it. Right. And his age and yeah, you know, how many that, years has he been doing this? You, you know, I think I think over 60. Wow. I, yeah. And he he's just the, the love doesn't diminish. It only gets greater. And it's just something that uh, is inspiring, you know, that I could say. That's beautiful. Watching How'd him you get and learning from him? him. I just asked him to pay a visit, dude. I, I started to learn about just the cactus community around over here in socal and i realized that he was one of the older heads that was very informative you know he was he's a part of the cactus committees i'm i'm, I'm not sure which ones i don't want to say which ones and stuff like that and be wrong yeah, the, the cactus and succulent societies i've seen those yeah yeah you know yeah. And i'm not sure the names and stuff like that per se but i know that people know his name and that's that's the how i heard his name and i figured hey man maybe he'll let me come by and ask questions that's (laughs) that's awesome yeah and really that's what i did i i asked him if i'd come maybe buy some plants and check it out and me and my buddy hansel we went over there uh for the first time when i met him and he was so gracious like i i look maybe not normal 
to a lot of people. <laughs> An elderly man from a different elder, different time, yeah. Yeah, from a different time. You know, it not a lot of people can older people can kind of go with what's going on and continue with the change and accept that. But he, you know what, when I first met him, he just looked at me like anyone else and the questions that I had for him, he answered them graciously and just was filled with knowledge, man. And I really, really took that, took that to heart. You, you know, those like, I have, I have plants in the back that he gifted me cuttings because uh, there, you know, there was a Myrtillo, a Myrtillo cactus, a giant fucking one blooming in his backyard. Mm-hmm. It was blooming and it also had a, a fruit on it, the seed pods mm-hmm. at the time. This was just about a year ago. I uh, was like, oh, dude, those look like berries. And he's like, oh, they're, that's the fruit. And me not really being too knowledgeable at the time, I figured, man, fruit, like cactus grow fruit. Yeah. Because he used that word, whereas it's actually a, a pollen. It's a seed pod, right? And I, I asked him if I could eat it. And I, and I fucking ate it and he tripped out. <laughs> he's like, man, you could totally eat it. And I, and I ate it and it was sweet as fuck. It tasted like a grape. I made my buddy eat it. We were eating berries uh-huh. back there. And, and from there, I really, that plant. So why I said that story is because he, he gave me a cutting from that giant plant that I have in the backyard that's blooming this season now. And it's just something that I, I hold dear, those type of things, you know, experiences. Because I, I really went there to learn. Mm-hmm. And leaving with gifts that I didn't initially ask for. It was just something that he noticed that grabbed my attention, that it, it was a spark that he saw that I, I, oh man, fruit, you know, I, I didn't notice why or what, but he, he noticed and he really uh, catered to that, you know, and I can, I can very much respect and I only try to go toward that direction when I try to teach people about the plants or any questions that they have mm-hmm. moving forward, right? Well, I want to say that's pretty courageous of you as a new member to the plant, like the cactus and succulent community to reach out to the to the big dog and be like, hey, I want to learn, man. So that just goes to show like how hungry you are for, for information and knowledge. I mean, that's really cool, man. Oh, dude, I was bugging him. <laughs> I was bugging him. <laughs> All the time, dude, I'd be bugging him. I'd call him. As soon as he gave me his number, hey man, I call him. Hey, are you are you home? I am home. Come on by. <laughs> the before I knew it, the side door would just be unlocked when I would show up. He would, yeah. I would call. Hey, I'm out front. The door's open. Come on in. And I'd awesome. come in. Yeah, come on through. He's man. You know, it was just plants 100. percent Yeah. Awesome. No, and knowledge. You know, it wasn't just transactions, and it was just being buddies. And I really appreciated that. That he kind of took me under his wing. You know. Yeah. Uh an unlikely pair from the outside. <laughs> I would say, yeah, right. Right? Yeah, yeah. I would say so, yeah. Uh, it's kind of yeah. funny. I laugh when I see the photos, but it's cute, too. Like, you oh, know, this, it's this super old cute. man bonding with, with the younger cat, you know. And for those that are listening, mm-hmm. Troy's blasted up. Uh, the tattoo is all, all onto his face and everything, you know. So it's just, uh, it's beautiful to see that, you know. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, really cool. it is. Because cultural is. differences, nice. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was very appreciative of that when he, when I first met him, for sure. It's something that you notice when someone meets you right away. Yeah. You know, because I, I try to be my my best self. I try to be easy to deal with. 
if you will. And I think that's all you can be when meeting someone new, pleasurable, you know, sure. but not everyone can judge you off of that. Right. Uh, and I, I've experienced that quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure I relate mm. to that too. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. in periods of time. Um, you know, part of the reason why I wanted to have you come on was because uh, I saw that you're in recovery and congratulations on, on you just celebrated a year sober, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. The other day. Thank you. That's yeah. beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. Man. You know what? I, uh, I smoke weed. Yeah. You know, I consider weed like a medicine. It is. Uh, the drugs that I was on before and alcohol and things like that, it, it really took away from who I was and who I'm able to be. Right. You know, I can, I can't say that, that maybe smoking weed is a good thing, but I will admit to that's a crutch that I still do hold, um, that I also don't see a problem with. No, not at all. You know, I've only made progression Yeah. since I've let other things go and kind of found myself. Yeah. Well, I, but I think that, oh no, go, go on. Oh, I was going to say, I struggled with substance abuse for many years. I'm actually mm-hmm. outside of this. I'm a substance abuse counselor. I, I'm a program oh, manager nice. over at a rehab. Um, I also believe in, in harm reduction and that there's no like black and white approach to recovery. It's not um, met well in the, the industry that I work in, unfortunately, uh, like a lot of it is like 12 step based and stuff like that. And I don't want to get too into it, but, uh, yeah, I, I just took two years in, in January myself and, um, plants have been like, well, cactus and succulents in particular have been, uh, huge contributing factor to, I, I believe to me, like becoming a better new version of myself. Um, it's helped me through some very dark and difficult times. And uh, it was something that I, I rediscovered because of my recovery. Um, I loved plants back when I was young, but I kind of lost my sense of identity. Uh, and I, I was robbed of, of a life because of my substance use, you know. And um, when I came back, uh, that's like the one thing I grabbed onto. And, and it helped mm. me so much, man. And I just, I, I'm really excited to meet somebody else that, uh, maybe incorporates that into their recovery as well. Gar- oh, gardening and taking 100%. care of plants. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I, I feel that 100% because, you know, those types of battles, in my opinion, they're internal, right? They're, sure. they're things that you struggle with. And something that also is very personal would be caring for your plants, mm-hmm. e- even observing plants in habitat. You know, it's it's yes. very personal and and spiritual, and you you appreciate it within yourself. And I think when you can care for something, and you can show yourself that you can care for something and let it thrive, right? And watch it bloom and do all this shit and grow. It, it's it's really a learning lesson, and it without you noticing it at the time, maybe it's something that you can grab onto and and say, well, hey, I. Today was fucked up, but my plant looks dope right now. Ah, that's right, you know, bro. And you're see, right. You know, and you just have that minute, and you go in the back, and you breathe, you know? Yeah. And I think that plants really did incorporate uh, great amounts of that into my life. You know, I far and wide, staging, propagating, meeting new people, talking plants, all that shit. It's very positive. 
Yeah. And I, I didn't have a lot of that influence in my life before, if any, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it's something that I really hold dear nowadays. I, I spend all day, man. Right. Plants, if, if, if it's not one thing, it's another related to them, right? Yeah, I see your. I, I, try. I see what you're doing, and uh, you know, I, I I'm fucking really stoked to have you on, man. That pottery that you're doing is dope, dude. Super oh, dope. You. Uh, thank you, thank you. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Where Where did you find your love? Yeah, for pottery? yeah. Oh, you know, that's really interesting too. Also, super new. Uh, I never, you know, I didn't. I unfortunately didn't make it that far into school mm-hmm, to too. get to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it, it happens, and yeah. so. I wasn't able to experience ceramics class, mm-hmm. whereas I I meet a lot of people and they're like, oh, you know, I fucked at that in high school and I had fun. And I'm like, dude, I'm trying to have fun right now because yeah. I never got to touch it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I would say about four months ago, I really started to appreciate and collect uh, pots and planters, mm-hmm. mostly from Instagram. I was I was noticing quite a few artists just being sick dude you know there's too many to name mm-hmm. I, I have a a vast collection i'm a sicko mm-hmm. with with the with the dope pods but uh yeah really i fell in love with that and and i started to uh personally meet you know some of my my idols what which i would consider looking at their artwork you know i really idolized some of their work and uh, i started to personally meet them and dude everyone was just they just got cooler all these dudes are just nicer and informational and, you know, they're helpful. And uh, I, I kind of got close with Johnny Pothead. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you're familiar with him. Sure. He, he's over on, yeah, yeah, he's on Instagram. He's the man. Um, very beautiful work, you know. Uh, I got I got a little close with him and I, I asked him, dude, do you mind like running a, running me a class? Like what's up with the, with the hand building class? Right. I, I didn't even know what hand building was. I just asked him if he would let me play with the clay at his house. Really? Uh-huh. I, I asked him, you know, I was like, dude, I'll take my shirt off, whatever it takes. <laughs> just know I'll show up. <laughs> and, and he's like, all right, man, you know, let's do it. And he invited me over and he said, well, I, I kind of assumed, okay, we're going to, if I can take our shirts off, we're going to get on the wheel. Yeah. Possible. He'll be behind me. I didn't, I didn't know. <laughs> What I was getting myself into, but I knew I wanted to do it. I knew I wanted to do it. Uh-huh. And uh, he said, well, no, look, this is what this is what we'll do. It's going to be hand building. And so what hand building is, is you just kind of take a chunk of clay, mm-hmm. um, get, it, get it balled up. And really, hand building varies into any technique. What I'm, what I'm describing is a pinch pot. Okay. Hand building is just when you're working with the clay without the wheel, really. Okay. Making something, right? Sculpting. This is all new uh, to me. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so I was misinterpreting that. Hand building is just working with the clay in general. A pinch pot was what he suggested that I learned with was you make a ball of clay, drive a hole down the center, not all the way through. And from there, you pinch out the form of the pot that you'd like. Okay. Uh, varying in shape and size, right? And also uniformity of the walls. It, it really... I was like, damn, this is the first time I've ever touched clay. It was incredible to me that these dudes were are throwing these shapes and making the clay do what they want. Really, when I first touched it, I couldn't believe it. This dude is a, a wizard, right? In front of my eyes, I couldn't believe it. 
and we I slapped together something. He fired it for me. Uh, Big Johnny has a kiln, so he he took care of that for me. Ran it multiple times. It needs to be around once, which is a bisque firing. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're planning on glazing or doing anything like that, you'll you'll do those applications and then run it again in another firing to complete. So he went through those steps for me just so I could have my pot, right? Super sweet guy. And I got the pot. And dude, that that right there, that moment of getting the pot, really, it wasn't making it or it was kind of getting it and seeing the finished product. It was that that spark. I was like, wow, I could, you mean I could do this and make these um, pots for my own plants? Right. I, could, I just, yeah, I just kept seeing my plans being in all the pots that I made and how pretty would that be? Yeah. Yeah. And so I started to take it serious and I followed his suggestions and I went and I took a class, which was over there in San Pedro um, at Blue Water. Okay. Blue Water Clay. Yeah. I'm actually a member there right now, but at the time it was just classes and I, I took a class. I realized what I wanted to do just by messing with the clay. And I was like, you know what, dude, I think that I can have fun with this. And I kind of moved my workstation into the backyard. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, yeah, in my backyard, I have a section. It's like a barbecue type fold-out table. And uh, I just throw down clay on there. That's dope, dude. Yeah, yeah. I just play around in the backyard. So I kind of move all my work from there to the studio. So I'm still a part of that studio that I initially took classes in after awesome. Johnny got me hooked. Yeah. And it all just went from there, man. I, I didn't ever stop. There's like, I, uh, I keep making those shits. That's dope, man. There's like your mm-hmm. very abstract uh, style to what you're doing. Right. I mean, Thanks, none dude. of them yeah. are, none of them are ever the same. No two look alike. They're, they're unique. Yeah. I try, you know, I be wild with it. Yeah. I uh, love because it. another, another thing is the, the pinch pots uh-huh. i really find it difficult to even make the same shape over and over again it always looks different yeah it always looks different because i'll use either a different weight of clay or i'll just start the hole in a different part of the ball of clay i don't know there's so many options yeah you can kind of just try anything right anything and the, and the more people that i meet that are into ceramics I, that becomes more apparent that fucking endless possibilities with it you know right whatever you can dream you can see if it's possible or not so do you find inspiration from like japanese pottery or i do you know what because i I can see it in your work oh thank you so much and i i look at you know i that's another thing that i don't know a lot of the names for yeah that's the terminology but yeah i dude i go down rabbit holes Mm -hmm. oh my god i'll a trip on pottery. A lot of the Japanese work is just interests me because it seems very timeless. It seems like it's, you know, very old techniques that they're reincorporating or they're, you know, re-app- reapplying to new shapes, whether or even keeping the same shapes. Mm-hmm. The more I look in depth of pottery, the more I find it's endless. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's a super old art. It's really cool. Ancient art form, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I really fell in love with it. That's awesome. So do you find something, like, spiritual about it as well? I definitely do. I think yeah, there is. Oh, man. I, can, I could go 
forever about that. Yeah, I just really get in in deep with it. You know, I, when I first started to make pots at home, mm-hmm. uh, I could kind of tune everything else out. I can in my safe place. Yeah. And I could let myself kind of be be spiritual with it, and you know, I, I like to say take my shirt off, <laughs> let your hair down. It, it really, and that's what I mean by that. Yeah, 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 and that's what I mean by that is just you know fully relaxing, uh, and letting it flow. You know, I that's what a lot of those shapes come from. They the clay just wants to be that, and so I let it be that the best I can. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's really free flowing stuff. I. I don't have a lot of like shapes in mind when I start, you know, kind of just bees what it wants to. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Man. Thanks dude. I appreciate that. Um, I have to say, I watch your stories, man, and you are so authentically yourself and I really appreciate that. You know, I really do. Thanks dude. Yeah. Thank you. You're a unique, yeah. you're a unique cat and that's why I wanted to have you on. Oh, thanks. And I, I, yeah, I like, I like your, your artwork too, man. Um, what, what kind of, uh, what kind of plants, what kind of cactus and succulents are you going over there? Oh my gosh. Everything. Everything. Do you have a favorite? Everything. Do I have a favorite? Hmm. You know what? My favorite right now is definitely agaves. Yeah. yeah I went in deep with agaves, super deep. Yeah. I, I started to learn more about them and look at the different forms and have, talks with people who are very knowledgeable about agaves and i just went deep with those dude my my backyard right now has about 20 25 different agaves on the ground is it accurate to say i'm losing my mind is it accurate to say that you've channeled um maybe the that darkness or that uh, uh, addiction from the past into something positive and and fulfilling does that does it would it be accurate to say your addiction could like your past with that feeds your your passion for what you're doing now i would say i would say that that would yeah that makes sense you know i try not to this is the thing when i when i think of myself an addict which i am uh and then i look and then i look at this fucking collection of plants that i've acquired very very quickly Uh you know it's it's only been a year dude and i kind of i kind of take a step back like whoa dude am, am i like I'm addicted, yeah. but, but then, Hey, you know, it is a positive thing and, and never in my life have I been into something that it, I can grow from and, and build on. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a healthy addiction. Yeah. Whatever that is, but, uh, you know, it, it it's this, <laughs> it's the damn plants, but I, I struggle with that term for whatever reason. Yeah. The being addicted, I Damn it, you know. I don't like I, identifying as an addict either. Still, I, I'm, you know, maybe mm-hmm. at one time I was. I am a man in recovery. I also don't like claiming sobriety, but we're like, I, you know, I don't want to get too off topic, bro. But like, yeah, man, I, I don't. I think it's like, uh, it, you're, you're, it's defining you by by continuing to 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 right. identify that way. You know what yeah. I mean? But what I was getting at is like when I look around at my 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 newer greenhouse too. You know. uh, I could see the little bit of addict behavior in there because it's getting a <laughs> little sure. out of control. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 For sure. And I think that that's just, that's another, that, that addict inside of myself, I'd say creeping out when I wouldn't like it to, you know? And I think that that's part of my personality that it, it's always going to be there. 
and it's just about putting putting that part of my personality towards the right things yeah. so maybe being addicted to good vibes and being fucking chill maybe that's cool man you know yeah. maybe that's okay uh but it's but balance is definitely what i find to be the most healthy thing and that's part of what i'm trying to do too is like amend and like you know give back um because i took 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 for so many years um mm. you know from everybody around me and uh there's something that the plants have done for me that like i can't explain man and i identify with what you were saying about it being spiritual too because like there's something like it's a ritual it's something that i do every single day ritualistically and um gives me a sense of purpose and it's just watching them grow it's it's unexplainable man it's unexplainable it is. I, I think that you're totally right. It's something that unless you can plant yourself, you can't really fully explain it to someone else. Right. Someone who has never tended plants, right? Um, tending animals and things like that, I, I think that it's very similar. Mm-hmm. But when you tend your plants that you you put those things in the pot yeah like from the from where they're supposed to be in the ground or wherever or where you grew them you decided that they're going to live in a pot and i think that that's a responsibility that you should take hold of and make sure that it's okay that potted plant you know and it's thriving and it's happy yeah and uh that's a connection that i for sure think is spiritual and it's a connection to Mother Earth. We are we are tending to Definitely. to our planet every day, um, living living beings that are coming from our Earth, and that's so cool, man. You know, uh, what one thing that I see is that when I'm taking care of a plant, and it doesn't seem to be happy. It's it's not always it's not always that I'm not doing the right thing or I'm not you know watering it enough or something like that. I I sometimes just feel like I wasn't paying attention to it. I really honestly feel that way. Yeah. I sometimes will have a plant that's not happy right there, and I'm like, oh man, you know what? I I forgot about that guy back there. And I'll pick him up and I'll dust him off and repot him and clean his roots out. You know, maybe it was in a root ball. And there he goes, like, the next week, blooming. Yeah. You know, it ju- it's just, I think that when you love your plants, they return that same thing. They return that same love. Absolutely. You know, they show you things that you were, you were unaware of, cactus especially. And it's something that, being new into the cactus, I'm super blown away still. I'll see a plant that I've had quite some time. But, but sometimes, you know, six months or so, and it's throwing this flower. All of a sudden, it has this bud on it, and then it has this flower, and the flower smells like, like shit, <laughs> <laughs> like a dead thing. And I'll, dude, those are my favorite Stapelia and Orbias. Those like uh, carry-on flowers, I believe they're called. They're some of my favorite things. That's one of the things that also grabbed hold of me. Yeah. When I went, when I went to uh, Gary's, I went to. Gary's and I walked, you know, into this, into the back of his, his house. And uh, I smelled this very putrid smell, uh-huh. very like 
distinct, you know, and you're, I'm like, man, what, trying to just be pleasant and ignore it that we, <laughs> what we're all smelling, we're all smelling this, right? And walking through, you know, talking and, and we get around this, uh, shoot, it's, it's the Orbia, not Varigata, it, it's the, the larger one. But, but anyway, we, we get around it and I noticed, dude, it's swarmed with flies. And like, you know, at first I looked and I was like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, there's like food over there or something. Uh-huh. And, but I look again, and no, there wasn't food. There was this beautiful, hairy flower that there's all fly eggs in and uh, the flies are having a grand old time and it smells like total shit. And it was like one of the raddest things I've ever seen. I'm curious, does it, that smell exist to protect itself to like maybe like uh do you know? Does it does it like exist to keep away predators or somebody from eating it, maybe? <laughs> so actually what I think that I, from what I've learned is it the smell is to attract the pollinators and the pollinators are the flies. Okay. Yeah, it that makes sense. It's actually to attract they and even the flower themselves. Um that one in particular, the the name is slipping my mind right now, but it mimics like a dead carcass a dead animal the hairs on it mm-hmm. it the texture of the actual flower petal itself it it looks sort of like skin how interesting yeah it's super trippy and it stinks it's fucking rad i collect them now okay i collect orbia and stapelia and so this also this season um some some other ones bloom the variegata and stuff and that's some of my favorite things to show uh my daughters uh-huh. Especially my oldest, she's she's five, and I love when they bloom. I love when they bloom because I can bring them right up to the. Oh my god! I'll say, oh my god! You look how gorgeous this flower is, girls. Yeah, and it's gorgeous. And so why not? You know, smell it uh-huh. so deeply. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, what? Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, that that was a a really quick joke because lovely doesn't smell any flowers anymore that look like that she doesn't They're trust distinct. you anymore to yeah. smell the flowers uh, she's so funny she'll make her younger sister smell them how funny <laughs> yeah those those are really fun cactus flowers really are interesting those. like uh, like especially mm-hmm. night blooming flowers the ones that are opening like for example i grow a lot of peruvian apple cactus for whatever reason uh they bloom one night a year so then the, when the flower blooms mm-hmm. it, it opens just for one night and it's for bats actually to come, and I guess the bats are are doing the pollinating, and it'll uh-huh. the flower will open one night, and then that's it. It's done. So you got to catch it that one night. It's so. And did interesting. you get it? Yeah, I've, I've got it? some. Yeah, I've got some on my page. Some pictures of the of the flowers nice. open at night. Nice. Yeah, but it's like a big bat signal. Just this big white and yellow, strange looking flower coming off. Doesn't matter what size the cactus is either. It could be like a tiny little guy, but it could have these giant flowers. It's crazy. Oh, really? Yeah. How cool. Mm. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, pollinators, man. I, I had another talk with the, someone about the those same, the Orbia I was talking uh-huh. talking about. And he, he was describing the, the way that the pollinating works very intricately and then also he doesn't seem to fully understand that it's kind of like a lock and key mechanism with the fly's feet their legs kind of land in this lock and key mechanism within the flower itself yeah and kind of unhook the pollen so it's like made for them they were made for one another yeah it's very interesting it's very interesting those those ones yeah 
Orbia. Orbia stipulias. That's fascinating. It's such an endless mm-hmm. uh, really topic. Is. The plants and oh, it's cactus. Like... Even just I get lost in cactus all the time too. Just it's so vast, the different types and you know, all their different purposes. And when you're not so I, I love to learn about that. Like what what purpose did they serve in, in nature, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really interesting. I, I know just those bits that I brushed on uh, because that I, I got lost in looking into it myself, right? Like, why does the fuck does it smell like shit? And it's amazing. It's beautiful, right? Because it really is striking. They're some of the most beautiful flowers that I've seen. What kind Very of- intricate. What kind of, if you don't mind me asking, what kind of uh, plants were you growing prior, like back home? Oh, weed. Yeah. Weed, yeah, weed plants. Weed plants. Um, not really any plants myself. You know, I was kind of running around doing, being a kid uh-huh. back home. You know, really when I came out to California and kind of started to have a young family, uh-huh. did I find healthy habits? Right. Which which were growing plants. Right. Some something that I could stay home and still very much so have fun, you know. Right. In my opinion, much more fun than I was ever really having. For sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. For yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, yeah. You know, you get blinded. I really appreciate those little moments now, man, like more than ever, just being present with my kids. And, you know, I'm a father, too. And uh, being able to share that, especially like the love for, for nature and plants. And I'm hoping to pass that down. You know, I, I hope. Oh, yeah. I can only mm-hmm. hope. But, I, you know, it's a certain type of person that's into that's into plants. I think it's like it's we're born like that, you know, as tenders mm-hmm. to you know, nature or whatever to plants. Um, so I, I can only hope that my kids or at least one of them <laughs> will, mm-hmm. will take on that too, you know, and I can pass it down. Right. Yeah. That's, it's funny that you said that because I've always, uh, I felt that way. I've always kind of been, um, a caretaker, if mm-hmm. you will, to the, to the younger ones, like my cousins, kids, or maybe younger kids, my younger cousins, I've always, you know, been helpful or wanted to, I I've found that I got satisfaction out of helping others. Yeah. And it's funny because now I, I have satisfaction in helping my plants. Right. Right. So yeah, it's just something that people, when you're a person that is, finds joy in caregiving, I think that taking care of plants is something that you'll really enjoy. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's like they're your friends. They're oh, members of your time, community. Dude. Big time, big time. Yeah, when uh, when I want to go and really just chill out with my homies, dude, it's in the back. It's in it's in my backyard with the plants, man. Yeah, um, it's quiet. And bringing my kids along with the plants, it's something that it, it's it's a really interesting thing. The cactus. Yeah. And and having young children because it it teaches them to respect them. Absolutely, yeah. You know, I my middle child is a little wild more wild, should I say, than the than my older. And she's get she gets poked all the time. She she respects him, but she's still like, Well, I if I'd only bump you this hard, if I can only get poked this hard. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Or, dude, 
yeah so that that's kind of when you see the personalities differences yeah <laughs> yeah my one of them would be like oh my god man like your primrose is getting your plant and uh primrose is she wants to throw that thing in the air and see how high she can throw it it's just like a kid's nature to want to touch it, though. You know, the thorns. Dude, it's, yeah, yeah. You you know, you can't be mad. Yeah. I, I, I just only trip out. Right. Like, I to see the differences in them, it's it's very fun. Yeah. I have fun every day hanging out with them. Oh, yeah. Big time. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm fortunate that I get to spend a lot of time with them, you know, after this COVID thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, with COVID and everything that's happened, I been fortunate enough to get to spend a lot of time with my kids time that i didn't normally used to get to spend yeah yeah and it's it's been really nice for me having a clear head yeah and teaching them things that you know i i would really like to ingrain those less certain lessons that i would like i can follow through with that's so beautiful man mm. and what at least yeah. you know and it gives you guys something to do it's always there they're always there you know, they always always work to be done when it comes to a, having a garden. You know, that's so true. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, like I was, you know, saying earlier about the weeding. Yeah, there you go. Put yeah, those kids man. to work. <laughs> yeah, man, exactly. Uh, they st- they still don't listen to me. I I still am out there weeding by myself, but maybe one day. Right. <laughs> when the weeding comes in, it's like okay. We're gonna fucking go get a snack right now. Right. I'm not getting no weeds out of there. No. Sweethearts. So when you're, uh, what do you got coming up here? What What are you working on? I know you're working on a, a collection right now for this upcoming show, right? Yeah, I am. Uh, actually, we have a show in a couple days. It's uh, over there at Gary Baldo's Nursery. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna be really fun. Yeah, there's gonna be quite a few vendors there. Or I'm gonna be bringing pots shirts uh salsa nice my myself yeah dude uh, we'll have fun and the buddies are going to be bringing quite a bit of cool stuff i know gary duke is gonna have a bunch of cool plants uh all the vendors i'm sure are going to be bringing the good vibes and their fucking masks you know yeah it, it, it should be really cool yeah i i actually been working for a couple months for i would say this this sale Mm-hmm. yeah yeah i've been making pots for a minute for it as soon as that we kind of knew that we were gonna do it i was like all right well i'll, I'll start making them now because the pots take me a, a bit to make you know i i do pinch pots with with each of them and i transport them to and from the studio to get them fired so it it's a task for me yeah. but i get it done and it's also like one of the first events that i've done like a little show um bringing bringing pots of my own you know so it's a good learning experience yeah yeah exciting good learning experience really yeah really exciting really cool they're looking good man i've been seeing your little previews they're looking good oh thanks dude thank you thank you yeah i i keep a lot of them (laughs) i'm sure i'm sure yeah oh man yeah because you know what that's why i started making them like i was telling you I, i i really got that first one and i was like damn dude that's really cool to have pots of your own you know that you could have made and keep forever ceramics it's another thing that when i started to tell people uh family members and things that oh i'm making like ceramic pots 
uh, almost all of them would have something that they'd pull out of the the cabinet or something like, oh my God, look at what your your cousin made or your uncle or some shit. Yeah, it's something that you can kind of keep for a long time and people treasure it. It could last thousands of years. In theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We dig up a lot of old pottery. It's so true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So I've even tried... I've been trying to steer more towards kind of serving vessels. I'd love to make some cereal bowls. You know what I mean? Okay. Salsa bowl. <laughs> juice cup. Why not, bro? Hey, Don't go buy any it. of that shit now. No, exactly. Because you can do it I, yourself. Uh-huh. No, I know it. I know it. Yeah, the possibilities are endless. I, I don't think I'd like a variegated Troy uh, cereal bowl for myself. Dude, I'll hook you up. Let me know. That'd be dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I'd appreciate it if... Uh, you know, I, I would really get quite a bit of joy had I seen a photo of someone like, oh, man, I really like my cereal bowl that I use Grow every it. day. I'm like, dude, <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, that, you know, touches the heart. Yeah. Planters are something special, but then when you can make a vessel that, you know, I, I don't know if you're a coffee drinker. But Absolutely. I, I, yeah, so, you know, so everyone has their, their coffee cup, dude, and you have that coffee cup for a reason, you know, and I'd love to make some special ones. That'd one day cool. you know yeah yeah i really would something that i'd love to do so or do you do you have a are you building like a are you going to do e-commerce at all or are you going to only do in shows in person you know what i'm i'm really not sure it's just it's kind of going with kinda, the flow yeah really yeah it kind of just started as art and i kind of want to just keep it at that yeah you know this show that i did i like i said is a learning experience uh, it's something that I can I can learn from, and I can go from there, right? And it's I think that I'd like to keep it more towards the art side and having fun, relaxing, yeah, rather than meeting deadlines. Right. I don't I don't know if I'm cut out for the deadlines, man. Yeah, I don't know if I'm cut out for it. I I just like to relax. That's you know? cool. That's cool. <laughs> I feel that yeah, completely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. But but also be productive right i just want to like i started it as art i i didn't really intend for it to be a business the, the pottery mm-hmm. you know and so i really want to make sure that i find myself again and continue it as just being art because when i look at the pieces that i create when i kind of let myself go and making the art there it's they're really special to me and i would hope that people can appreciate that and see that in the art rather than uh, if I was to lose myself and just start punching out pots yeah. for, for the time, for the, the deadline, you know? On a mass level, they might lose some of their like sentiment or something. Yeah, I think so because then I would I would lose the enjoyment in making them. Right. You know, I, I really kind of I have fun, man. I get super dirty. I, t- I take the clay, I go like this down the forehead. <laughs> <laughs> no cool. i yeah yeah i have a blast with the clay it's really cool you can be a kid you know yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. working with your hands too and- yeah and it's it's something that i bring the girls in anytime anytime that they want to jam with the clay i can always give them some clay you know they can mess around right yeah mm-hmm. what kind of a, how long of a process are we talking here for each individual pot i mean obviously it differs right 
it differs uh, depending on what you're trying to do or so how long did it take me to make it yeah like well okay i will start with like with carving it out i guess what would you call it um well i i just i pinch it really pinching it out I, yeah i i kind of just squeeze the clay into the form that i that i want it to be uh-huh so I don't really remove any of the clay. Like it starts as a ball and I, I poke a hole down the center and then you pinch your index finger or, and your thumb and you just squeeze the walls up to the side, whichever shape that you really want you. And then you follow it around, you know, you kind of form that planter or whatever shape that you're going for a cup bowl. Uh-huh. Uh, it, I think it takes me, I don't know, man. You know, I, I don't ever really look at the clock. Yeah, that's and, great. And, yeah, and I get lost in making them. Um, like I said, I I try to really get into my my artsy mode, man, and I'll just lose myself in making the cl- making the pots. What kind of artwork you know, do I, you have in your past? Is I, I mean, I, I feel like this isn't uh, just pottery. I feel like there's more to the story. <laughs> um you know what, man? Not, not much other than painting uh-huh. and drawing. Yeah, painting and drawing. I I never really put it into a form, though, and been able to appreciate. It. Like I don't have any paintings from the past that I have that I've done that I'm like, man, yeah, that's a an old painting that I did. So all of this stuff, you know, it's really new. It's it's really new to be able to create something and then appreciate it and have the clear head the whole way through right yeah yeah it's, it's something really new for me and commit to one you know one thing you know right all your and energy see it all the way and love through. yeah 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 right right and still using those things like like i i really enjoy uh planting plants or my cactus from like their plastic pots into a nice pot i really like that yeah it's there's something special about putting those plants in something that you've made yourself or something that someone else has made that's yeah. gorgeous you know and that's really how i fell in love with it um seeing the other people who would create beautiful work super cool i very much appreciate the pottery and it's something that i'm just now like kind of transitioning to from having because i grew a lot of cannabis too growing up so i'm very used mm-hmm. to just plastic pots you know right but, yeah, but, uh, yeah. all my most of my cactus uh, most of my plants are in plastic pots in the yard but i've just started to uh appreciate and incorporate pottery and or like you know stones and lava like even just putting in some lava in the plastic pot makes it look and it feels there's something that feels different about like a finished plant, you know, mm-hmm. or like you're mm-hmm. giving it a a nice home, you know. Yeah, 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 definitely. I there's different aesthetics. I also feel you know people I think it's awesome when people have very just pots that the it looks like it's just you know they're substrate and. The plant's just shining. It's just being itself, right? But there I also definitely is an artist staging and yeah, making even matching the plant to the pottery. So there's, oh, yeah, it's yeah. like an endless art form starting from the clay and the plant itself evolving all the way until it comes together. As That's so cool, man. I never mm-hmm. really realized that, like how many different 
steps that are along the way before it becomes a fully staged plant, you know? Right, right. Yeah, I'm really learning that also. At, at, you know, it started as, oh, like, look at this, look at this plant, uh, or, or vice versa, look at this pot, what, what plant can match it, and so and so. But now I, I look at my plants, and I'll, I'll just get this idea, like, wow, that plant would look awesome in something shaped like this. Yeah. Or, you know, something wild or this color or that color. Yeah, it's it's something that I really have fun with. Yeah, they can complement one to... another. Right, right, right. Yeah. And also, I, dude, having people stoked about the art is, is so fun. Yeah. And so new for me. Seeing yeah, I really appreciate that. Yeah, I really appreciate that. And um, getting to see people's photos and cool stuff that they do with the pots. It's really special. Something that I'm super new to, super appreciative for. That's beautiful, man. Mm. Yeah, man, I, I, it's really cool. Yeah. New stuff, you know. Mm. Okay. Well, where can people find you on on? Do you have a website, or can I, where can people find find you on Instagram? I'm working on the website. Yeah, I'm working on the website. Uh, just the Instagram for now, dude. It's um variegated Troy. Okay. Yeah variegated Troy. I've I've only had it for like a year or two. I, as soon as I started getting a lot of plants, I I had another Instagram, right? I have like my Instagram with I had it rather with just old buddies and um, random things, right? Things that I probably didn't need to be looking at. <laughs> uh right and and when I started to really get into plants and I my my buddy Hansel, he was like, dude, you should you should look at like the plant fucking community that's going down. And I was like, what? Like plant community? What's that? Uh-huh. And I I kind of got in, into that, like what it was. And I made my own plant Instagram. And I was like, dude, you know what? This is like, if I'm going to be on my phone at all, I'll be looking at plants because I really, it's like I'm learning all the time. Yeah. You know, I'll look at something, I'll get curious and then I'll be on the internet and i'm like damn what why the fuck why does how does that bloom or what pollinates this or da 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 and then i'm learning again right it's a hobby that i got myself into that i can learn every day as much as i'd like to you know yeah dude i get lost in that shit too i'm going to these rabbit holes <laughs> next thing you yeah, know I'm yeah like 20 different pages in you know and you know so much yeah <laughs> and you know so much now you're like damn right. wow yeah, yeah. Fully self-taught. Yeah, and and so the yeah that variegated Troy Instagram dude that's that's the only thing that I have there on the social media now because I don't see any other reason to be there. The the plants are the only reason and oh and so you've cool gotten rid of your come, other your other handles or whatever yeah, any personal account yeah yeah because like you know what dude I I only like the to immerse myself in that plant stuff and positive things. And I really feel that the other stuff that was going on was everything but positive. Yeah. You know, and for whatever reason, um, everyone that seems to be involved in this plant community, this online plant community is all very, they mean well, everyone seems to mean well, you know, and they want to be friends and they want to uplift each other. And they want to see each other win. Yeah. From what I've experienced. Yeah, absolutely. It's really great. It's refreshing. Good vibes and pure intentions. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and yeah, that's it's, the polar it's opposite of, of what I, of what I um, was living like for a long time, you know. So it's it's new exactly. to me too, and I'm adjusting. And um, you know, sometimes I struggle to communicate with people, you know, because I'm I feel like uh, a misfit, or um, you know, there's like so much darkness in my past, so it's it's difficult, you know. I have like some interpersonal skills that I need to work on, and I'm mm-hmm. hoping that this podcast can do that for me, you know. Like I want to be a better listener. I want to like take on new information and you know all of us are from such different walks of life so it's so cool you know but i really relate to you a lot and uh, i'm truly inspired by you and your page i'm even inspired by what you just said uh, with the instagram thing i I think about that often because the only time i ever go onto my other page i'll post pictures of the kids but like Mm -hmm. it's nice to be able to keep in touch with family but there's something so toxic sometimes about the social media aside from the plant community when i go to my plant page it's like just you know just plants right <laughs> That's it's it. just plants just plants yeah, yeah. and positivity every once in a while there's a little bit of politics and you know i don't i don't really care for that too much but uh I, I, yeah i just try to shy away from that and not yeah. you know plants and politics don't mix well <laughs> they don't you know <laughs> <laughs> but no no it, exactly right the that whole thing with the, with social media and stuff, it, I, I, it just wasn't for me. You know, I was finding myself looking at stuff that wasn't doing anything for me. You know, maybe even making me sad without realizing it. Yeah. Things that, you know, maybe you don't have or you want or you think you want. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's nice to have something like your plants. Right. To be proud of. Yeah. And also have other people appreciate. Yes. Like there's, there's something unexplainable about going and like staging up a plant or getting a plant in a pot and you're like in your head, right? You're like, damn, dude, I'm going to go home and I'm going to so make a sick post. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Everyone can, all the plant people can relate to that because it's something so like, like, harmless and so fun you like you really get a kick out of it right and i think that the other people that participate in the liking commenting and appreciating like wow that's that's cool right it's it's fun you know and it's something that i think we all need yeah we get to showcase our work and interact with one another yeah it's just it's a little break you know from everyone's life everyone's hardships that they might be going through you can post that sick ass plant dude and get a bunch of appreciation yeah plant therapy you know plant, plant therapy is very real for oh sure. for sure yeah yeah definitely definitely yeah i i trip out there all the time yeah mm-hmm. yeah i i struggle with some some mental health disorders man and uh the plants have, have helped me immensely like mm. it's the biggest part of my self-care for sure um if not maybe sometimes the only thing i'm doing to 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 fulfill myself is to care for my plants but uh, i like to run and i like to do other artwork like photography and stuff like that i like to make music but the thing that i like about the plants is that it's always there no matter what kind of like what we were saying earlier you know and i can just walk outside the front door or you know right behind me there's some plants um it's always there you know Mm. right right you can always surround yourself with it yeah. You know, the, there, there's very few places that you'll find yourself where 
there's not a plant growing somewhere. Right. You know, right. and uh, I, I started to realize that once I fell in love with the plants in general and I would be away from my collection or I would be on the road. Mm-hmm. And dude, I started to notice everything. I started to notice fucking weeds and I started to notice trees and the different trees and like everything started to stand out that was living. Yes. You know, all those things and everything became important. And I found that when I was, you know, in the car, in the passenger seat driving and maybe it was boring or whatever, I'd be possibly staring at my phone, looking at, you know, random shit. Instead, I was like out the window like a kid. Yeah. Looking at which trees I could, the different trees, like it's just something that I'm very appreciative to have found. I'm so happy you, know? you said that because I, I relate to that a lot. Like even in an agave in a parking lot, I'm like, what is that? What kind of, what kind of agave is that? Right, you right. Know? Or what kind of succulent is that? What kind of cactus is that? I'll start uh-huh. looking at it and I appreciate it and I see everything, you know, it's like a new pair of lenses that I look at with the world. Like I, I've always loved and cared for plants, but not like it is now. There's something different um, this time around, you know, that I really appreciate. And I'm so glad you said that. Yeah, I feel the same way. Something definitely switched. Yeah. You know, I, I started to be very much more appreciative and aware. Uh, and, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and say this. You take it out if you'd like, but, but um, I when I was struggling with addiction mm-hmm. and getting sober, I, you know, I was, I was, I was, I'd say sober. I was even stopped. I was off the weed and everything. And I was like, you know what? I just need to totally be sober. I need to be fucking sober. That's what I need. I, I was sober for a, a bit, a couple weeks. And it was, there's something burning inside of me. Like I needed, I needed something, you know, I needed something to mm-hmm. change me. I wasn't comfortable. I wasn't comfortable being sober. I wasn't comfortable being myself. Yeah. Uh, and I was finally myself and I hated it. Right. Yeah. And I was, yeah, yeah. And what I found was, uh, mushrooms, you know, I, I took a pretty heavy dose of mushrooms. Yeah. And what I was looking for was to get high. But what I found was a life altering experience. Yes. It changed me. It changed me the way that I thought, the way that I looked at things, the way I looked at others. Yes. The way that I looked at myself. Mm-hmm. It was like this grand sweep that it wasn't right away. It was it was probably several days after that initial dose. It was the reflection on what had just happened. Uh and you know what? I it just cleared everything. It cleared that that itch to want to be high. Yeah. I was comfortable being myself. And I knew that was when I knew that, okay, look, I can, I'll smoke weed and I'll be okay. And I don't need to be whatever sober is for yeah. that label for anyone else. It's mm-hmm. how I feel. And that's what became important. And really, dude, that's what washed everything away. And it, it cleared everything up. You're not the first person I've heard say that. Um, I have a Mm -hmm. really close friend of mine that was able to overcome like uh, methadone or what's some kind of medication maintenance with uh, LSD. And um, yeah, I I have some experience with psychedelics that have been life changing and um, I'll remember them forever. And um, 
they've helped me me grow in ways that I didn't think was possible. And I'm really glad that you brought that up because it's a topic that I do want to talk about. Um, you know, and I hope this isn't the only time we do this. I, I hope that mm. we can we can talk some more about that specifically. Oh, mushrooms. for sure, dude. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I was saying, I have some mental health disorders, but specifically I have post-traumatic stress disorder and mushrooms have been a game changer um, when nothing else has worked. Um, it, it it's It's strange. It's very strange how much it relieves my anxiety. It gives me motivation. I feel more connected to the earth. I feel more connected spiritually, just more grounded, calmer. Uh, my nerves are so bad and it helps a lot, man. Helps a mm-hmm. lot. No, right. It, I, I, if anything, I've found to be the biggest self-help tool, the more people that I realize uh, that I'm, excuse me, not realize, but the more people that I meet that, you know, are comfortable enough to open up about it. Yeah. Or have been kind of brave enough to take that step when they're, they want, they want help or they're looking for some tool. And mushrooms, you know, you hear mushrooms, dude, like, whoa, that's gnarly. But it's really, it's the stigmatism around it that's gnarly. Sure. You know, um, being okay with yourself, dude, nothing's gnarly about that. It's fucking rad to be cool with yourself. And and, and that's not condoning anyone to be like, you know what, fucking mushrooms and you'll be sick and you'll be cool with yourself. It's just just something that worked for me. It's definitely something that worked for me, dude. Like, uh, I can only speak on that aspect of it yeah right because uh things that i've been through and crazy things that i've dealt with and problems that i've had it wasn't as easy to overcome being newly sober i struggled a lot with you know the past yeah and uh moving forward is much more important to me now absolutely and building on that no, there there's something sacred about them and they should be treated with respect, um, which is something I didn't give them when I was like a teenager, you know, doing shrooms, uh, right. you know, uh, it's trying to have fun and stuff. But now I'm like trying to learn. They have it's a different intention. And I, and, uh, I treat them very much with respect and I'm very careful with it. Um, you know, but that's nobody. You don't hear people saying that they're addicted to mushrooms, you know, it's pretty, pretty rare. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's actually quite the opposite that they are it's helping people with their addictions that and ayahuasca, ibogaine. Um, mm-hmm. I know there's been like some miraculous uh, efforts with the ibogaine down in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Have you ever heard of that stuff? I haven't. It's like you, a, know, you know what? It, it's so the psychedelics thing. I totally believe in it. Right. But again, I, you know, I, I'm an addict. And so when I find myself looking into substances, I nip that in the butt. Right. Okay. Because why I was looking into the mushrooms to begin with was because I was looking for something to be high, right? Sure. Looking for something to change myself. And fortunately enough, what I found was something totally opposite. And uh, I, I just stay thankful for that. Yeah. But, you know, don't get me wrong. I totally can appreciate people finding help with natural medicines and psychedelics. I just don't know if I'm the one to condone it. Right. Right. Because coming from where I, where I've come from, it's, (laughs) you know, it was a crazy thing to have. Right. Found that off of what you were looking for. 
the kind of the realization, the spiritual realization. I appreciate your careful approach to this topic mm, for sure. mm. Um, I think we're at a turning point too in society where I think I saw something California just uh, is presenting some kind of measure for all psychedelics to be legalized, Mm. to be shared and uh, for medicinal purposes. So I think, uh, I think we're going to be at a turning point where this is going to be, we're going to be having a different conversation when it comes to those kinds of things than we did in the Mm. past. Right. Right. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and your experience with me. Uh, Troy, I'm really looking forward to continuing to, to grow together and, and, um, we got this show coming up right here this weekend. Is it this weekend? It's this weekend, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. So 27th and 28th? Right. Yeah, February 27th, 28th at Garibaldo's Nursery. Mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward Super to it. I'll be excited. there on Saturday, brother. Oh, yeah? Nice. For nice, sure. Nice. For sure. Yeah, dude. Looking forward to seeing you. Me too, I have man. A, I have a salsa and all types of shit. Sure. Righteous. Oh, yeah. You know what? What do you think, man? Green salsa or red? I'm I'm a, I'm a red salsa kind of guy, but are you? Okay. I, I'm you know. Green's interesting. Plants. Green goes more with like plants. I feel like. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I think I I think I might have to go with the red. It's traditional. What does green and red make when you mix them together? Do we know? Purple. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah i don't know these dudes ran Uh, out of something to talk about they started talking about mixing uh, colors of salsa so funny no thank you so much i'm very grateful for this conversation brother i'm gonna clean this up and uh put it together and i'm gonna put it out today bro so i know a lot of people are looking forward to this conversation uh you know it's funny i never even met you and i'm going around talking about you bro (laughs) i'm gonna be doing this show with him you know because everyone's like who's who's coming on and i've got this uh plant geneticist and biologist that went to berkeley an old high school friend of mine he studied all that kind of stuff he's coming on i'm sure he's gonna blow my mind man i'm gonna i'm just really looking forward to this dude and seeing what we can all do together as a community it's gonna be cool yeah you know like with those type of dudes i can ask questions yeah man. listen you know because uh i enjoy listening to people talk about knowledge dude and those type of people that you seem to be wanting to have I'd enjoy to hear them talk. Awesome. You know, and yeah, yeah, learn. Yeah. You know, that's something really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did a bunch of studies with the peyote cactus and the San Pedro cactus um, at Berkeley, and he's got slides, and I'm still trying to oh, figure so out cool. how to techno- technologically how I'm going to do it, but uh, I'm going to incorporate video for sure and, and his slides. But uh, I'll see you this Saturday, bro. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you're so welcome. All you right, have a brother. good rest of your day, bud. You too. Peace. Thank you, dude. Later.